This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. Former President Donald Trump asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn a decision in Colorado keeping him from the state's 2024 Republican primary ballot. Colorado's Democrat-controlled Supreme Court ruled in December on a three-four on a four-three vote that Trump engaged in insurrection on January 6, 2021, disqualifying him from the state's GOP primary under the 14th Amendment under the insurrectionist ban. Trump will now likely appear on the primary ballot in the state unless the Supreme Court says otherwise. The deadline to finalize Colorado's presidential primary ballot is tomorrow. Colorado Springs police are sharing new details about a huge drug bust this week. The bust happened Tuesday after they stopped a vehicle that had just left what police are calling a known narcotics location. Investigators say they seized more than 6,500 fentanyl pills, 450 grams of meth, and more than 100 grams of heroin from the driver. They also seized prescription pills and more than $1,000 in cash. The driver tried to run but was quickly captured. We're now learning the name of one of the victims of a New Year's Day shooting in Pueblo. Richard Armando Ibarra, who was 43, was identified by the county coroner as the victim who was killed by a gunshot in the 1100 block of Berwind Avenue. Yesterday, Pueblo police announced an arrest in connection with that deadly shooting on New Year's Day. 56-year-old Ricky Trujillo was taken into custody on suspicion of first-degree murder. Two. Colorado's city employees are in a hospital following a crash yesterday morning. The Springs Police Department said it happened just before 10:15 near Airport and South Union's intersection near Memorial Park. They say a car was leaving the roadway when it hit a UTV owned by the city of Colorado Springs. Police say that one of the employees has serious injuries from that crash. The driver of the other car, identified as James Holmes, has been arrested. Citadel Mall is taking steps to better protect shoppers. Extra patrols have started while Colorado Springs police investigate a deadly Christmas Eve shooting. That's when a fight broke out between two groups inside and an 18-year-old man was killed. Three others were injured. Mall management says they've heightened security but also are evaluating other long-term options. The YMCA of Pueblo is making history in Colorado. It's the first in the state to receive accreditation for helping to prevent sexual abuse. The special recognition came from an organization that works with vulnerable kids and adults. It gives the YMCA resources to boost prevention efforts and consult with experts. Officials say they want to support other facilities in the city working to receive the same accreditation. City leaders here in Colorado Springs looking for the public's input on how they should spend over $5 million in federal funding earmarked for affordable housing. Over half of the roughly $5 million budget going towards incentive programs where developers will be encouraged to create housing that people can actually afford while preserving the affordable housing that already exists. This year's budgetary allocation for affordable housing roughly 8% higher than last year's, but city officials say it's a small fraction of what is needed to really solve the problem. City policy analyst Barb Van Hoy says that uh, demand has gone up for housing in the springs and so has the cost. One of the biggest barriers to building affordable housing is how much it costs. So if we can incentivize that by giving fee rebates, for example, or tax rebates, that is one of the things that a government can do to help incentivize. Affordable housing is defined as people paying 30% of what they are making for rent or mortgage. The federal grant money aimed at helping communities who are making less than that median income. The city's budget is in the middle of a very long approval process. It'll go before city council next month before anything can actually be distributed come spring. A registration is now open for spring and summer youth sports in Colorado Springs. Vanessa Zink with the city says the first 400 kids to register for spring soccer will get their $82 fees waived. 
So we piloted this program in 2021 with 600 free spots. We doubled the number of kids playing soccer, which is so incredible in just one season. And then every year since, we've increased those numbers, 400 more kids the next year, 400 more kids the next year, 400 more kids the next year. So we, since the program started, we've tripled the number of kids playing youth soccer alone. The deal is good for kids in pre-K through fourth grade. Hundreds of free spots will also be available for t-ball, baseball, and softball. A local nonprofit being forced to cut back on how much food it gives away. The Pueblo Co-op is helping twice as many people as it did back in 2020, but demand is so high, the schedule is changing. Clients will now only be able to pick up food once a month instead of twice. The executive director blaming inflation, fewer donations, and reduced SNAP benefits last year. Still, he assures that this won't affect other services, such as meal deliveries for seniors. Cloudy and cold as we head into your Thursday afternoon. We will see some snow develop later today and into the evening hours. High temperature-wise, we're in the mid-30s for Colorado Springs and Pueblo. And for snowfall, we're looking at 1 to 2 inches around Colorado Springs, 2 to 3 inches around the Pueblo area. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.